Good afternoon. Welcome to week five of the NFL season on the Off the Dome podcast. This is Picks. This is our usual pick show here with my co-host Adam Pearl. Uh, this should be another interesting one. Uh, let's uh, let's have another great show, and uh, it's gonna be a good day after this. And then I'm working out after. And I'm seeing the new James Bond movie. It should be it should be an eventful Saturday. Wonderful Saturday, Matt. Appreciate you having on, uh, me having on once again, and uh, let's get into it. So before that, let's talk about the Thursday night game. As always, uh, we both had the Rams in this one. Uh, it was kind of an interesting sort of game. The the Rams, I felt like were in trouble multiple times early on in the first half. Matt Stafford had that horrible throw where he tried to throw it away, but it wound up in Quandre Jiggs's hands. They were just off, and then. Stafford had that finger injury, and then they went out on a third and ten, and then that amazing throw to Deshaun Jackson. And then after that, Aaron Donald hit Russell's mallet finger, which is torn. We're going to talk about that in a second. He's going to be out for an indefinite amount of time. And then the Rams after that, they just took over, and they proved they're one of the best, they're the most complete team in the league, in my opinion. What was your on a scale of one to ten for my Super Bowl pick? How impressive of a win was that for the LA Rams, in your opinion? Uh, for the Rams, maybe like a six out of ten impressiveness. I don't, you know, I think maybe if Russell was in the game the whole time, it would definitely bump it up. Um, but no, I, hey, I've been saying it the past few weeks, I, I'm with you on it, Matt. The, the Rams are a wonderful team. They're exciting. They're they're really, they're really good, and uh, there's a chance we can be, definitely see them in the in the big game come February. But um, it's uh, as far as this win yesterday or on Thursday, it was it was a good win, but I don't think it was necessarily you know anywhere in the eight or nine range. So I, I I'll give it a six. Uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give this a six and a half, and the reason why was I I just said it a couple seconds ago. I didn't like the way they played in the first half. Matt Stafford was off in the first half. Maybe he had to do something with the finger. I don't know. Even before the finger injury, from his play against the Cardinals, and even a couple of plays early on in the Tampa Bay game, that he was off. He was way off. But I thought in the second half he was more composed, and then he threw for a total of 365 yards. And he still played really solid the rest of the way through. And I thought that Aaron Donald proved he's the best player, not just defender, I think the best player in the league. From what he did um, with the, stopping the running game, that was a bad play design the Seahawks had where they rushed Alex Collins on fourth and two to Aaron freaking Donald. Aaron Donald. But I thought, oh and all, I thought Aaron Donald was absolutely sensational that game. They had there was an image where there was two Seahawks linemen just protecting him. I don't know if you saw that image, but I give the Rams credit. Then they needed that win, coming off of that horrible. They they were riding high off of that Tampa win, and they were very high in that game. And then they were terrible against your Cardinals, against your man Car- Tyler. Um, as great as Kyler and the Cardinals were, the Rams didn't show up to play that game. So I thought this was very important against a division rival to go on the road and win in a very tough environment. We know how tough the 12 stadium is, but I I just felt like it was an important win. I will say this. The reason why six and a half was, we're going to talk about Russ in just a second. Russ went out with the injury, and I thought if Russ was still in, 
I would not have felt secured about that because Russell's the comeback king in this league, more so than Brady at times. So I thought that this was a six and a half, but I could see, but I, I still think it's a good win in the right direction for the LA Rams. Yeah, I'm with you there. I agree with all that. Um, <clears throat> as far as that Russ injury goes, oh, it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty brutal. Um, I got him on my fantasy team. I was just watching, keeping my fingers crossed that he was going back in. But um, he was clearly very uncomfortable, and he had to have surgery. He's going to be out like six, six weeks. to eight weeks. Six yeah, to eight so weeks at least. Pretty, and a pretty tough blow for him. You saw, the, blow you, you saw the pic on Instagram of Russ. He had the cast on, and he was like Lionheart or something like that. I did not see that. I honestly have to check it out. So he's got a full-on cast right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough blow for the Seahawks. I mean, they need their man. Having Geno Smith under center does not put them in nearly as great of a position as they do when they got rust on there. So it's, uh, it's a tough loss. It'll be a few tough weeks for him, but hopefully he comes back strong and can finish the year out strong. Geno Smith, I give him credit for stepping in and filling his role for a little bit. But you have to also understand and take into account, when we talked about this last year on our show, you don't really prepare for backup quarterbacks. You don't. Unless it's the 49ers situation where Jimmy, where you're preparing for Trey Lance. Or, um, yeah, you, you, don't really, you don't really prepare for backup quarterbacks. So that's why Geno was off, had the full advantage. But once this, the teams figure him out, when Russ is going to be out for a long time, he's going to get exposed. And I'm not a believer in the Seahawks team. I wasn't really high on them with Russ because I just don't think he has a roster around him. And I'm not high on – and I don't – I think without Russ, they're probably one of the worst teams in the league without Russ. They have a few good offensive pieces and okay Bobby Wagner, but beyond that, they have a 70-year-old coach who's defensive-minded, and their whole system is not in place. And I think Russ should leave. He wanted to leave this year, but I don't know what the reason why he stayed. Do you see Russ leaving in your with this roster? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Russ is iconic in that Seahawks uniform, but I definitely – it's kind of – you know, if you could see Brady leave New England, I, I could see Russ leave Seattle, so – he wanted to this past year. You know, there were some rumors of him wanting to go to the Chicago and the Bears, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens um, come next uh, next offseason. I could see him going to the Saints. I, I really think that'd be a good option. Imagine Russell and Sean Payton. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, that'd be a good. That'd be a good pairing for sure. It doesn't help that the Seahawks are on pace for for allowing the most yards in the league, and it doesn't not, help. Not at all. No. Not at all. Now let's uh let's get let's get to the action. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Uh, the first game actually is a London game. It's the first London game in over two years. It's the Jets at the Falcons. The Falcons minus two and a half as the home oh. team in London. I mean, it's neutral territory, but who do you have in this one? Um. Yeah. So this is like a battle between two pretty trash teams, but it um. Is. I- it could be a competitive game in the sense, you know, it's still, it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a close one. I think they're two of the worst teams in the league, but um, I think it's going to be competitive in that sense. And, um, you know, it's going to be nice waking up and already having football on. I don't know if I'll be setting my alarm tomorrow for it, but um, 
in this one, I got I got the favorites. I got Atlanta winning twenty one seventeen. Just out of these two teams, I I just can't pick the Jets. Um, they got a good win last week. They might be riding high, you know, rolling with some momentum, which I do believe. Honestly, against a good team, um, against the against the Titans team, but um, I don't know. I I got, I got Atlanta winning this one. Cordero Patterson has been an absolute weapon oh, this year. I don't know what's going on. Player. It's pretty crazy. Um, you know, where was this when he was in Chicago? You're we lining him up in the backfield, everybody. But um, no, nah, he's been he's been unreal. I got uh, the Falcons winning twenty one seventeen. Uh, I, I think it's going to be kind of a close game. Um, I, actually, I do think it'll be a close game. It's two teams that blow Lee that are just not there. I think the Falcons might be the best bad team along with the Giants. They're in every game, I feel like, every week. They were in the Tampa Bay game a couple weeks ago until Matt Ryan threw two pick sixes. They're, they, are, they have some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. It's just they they don't do anything special on the defensive end, and I give the Jets credit. They were, but I also want to take into account the Titans were without AJ Brown and Julio Jones. And when you're going up against a team before last week that was winless, you don't you consider that a trap game. But uh, I give Zach Wilson credit. As much crap as we've given him the first couple weeks. He had he was rock solid last week. He threw he saw he had probably some of the best throws we've seen all year. Um, that throw he had to Corey Davis was great. And Zach Wilson on the season uh, last week, twenty one of thirty four, two ninety seven, two touchdowns, one pick. That was very good. And Corey Davis had a nice game for them. He caught four catches for hundred and eleven yards. Yeah, it was a little revenge game for Corey Davis. It was a um, revenge game. Yeah, no, I know. I saw some clip where I, you know, he was trying to play it off as that game didn't mean too much, but uh, you know, that oh, 100%. It definitely, definitely means a little something to go out there and score that big touchdown. Definitely, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, uh, so in my opinion, I- I'm going to take the-, the Falcons, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets won this one. But I-, I just think Atlanta, they've been in so many tough games where they should have won it. They should have beaten the-, the Washington football team last year. But it was another classic Atlanta Falcons blow. Um, the Eagles game week one, that was terrible. The Tampa Bay game, they were in it for a little. They did beat the Giants. So they should be like 2-2 two and two or 3-1 and one right now. But I think they could, they'll win this game. I'm not betting this one. I don't know why this is the early game. So I'm going to take the Falcons uh, to beat the New York football Jets in this one. 23-21. The next game are the Eagles at the Panthers. Carolina minus three at home. Adam, who do you have in this one? Carolina minus three. I have Carolina covering barely 27-23. I think this could be another good game. As I was saying, like, I think I said it earlier to you before we got on here. The, the board, it's a good board for tomorrow. There's a, I think there's going to be a lot of competitive games. Um, I think this is one of them. I think uh, the Panthers get a dub here. They've been... They've been solid this season, and um, I think they I think they continue it. Chubba Hubbard was a solid fill-in last year. I think he'll or in the last week. I think he'll uh, you know be solid again. McCaffrey was practicing this week, but downgraded to doubtful recently. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't think he'll he'll be playing on Sunday. But I got the Panthers still winning, twenty-seven to twenty-three. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Panthers actually covering this game, and I think they'll win. 
I think they'll win a good amount. Um, I'm a bit – I know the Panthers have gotten away with an easier schedule, but I think – but I'll give them this. Defensively, they are rock solid. They're the number three overall defense in the league in total defense, and they're second in – they're second in the league in the fewest passing yards allowed uh, with, and that roster is very good. Reddick's really good on defensive end leading the way. And Sam Darnold has had a, he's had a resurgence and we talked about it when quarterbacks struggle in the system, like he did with the jets, like you're not going to flourish with what you're given. But I, I do think Sam Darnold has been really good this year and he's leading and he's one of the league leaders in, in rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks. And I think Sam Darnold has looked really well this year. Um, he's up there right now this year with Lamar as far as rushing the football for quarterbacks. And Darnold is top 10 um, in both passing yards and rushing from on quarterbacks this year. So he's been very solid. And I like the system that Matt rules in. Now, I know McCaffrey's going to be out. I wish McCaffrey would have been in, which I think would have been more of a lock. But the Eagles, man, they – Jalen Hurts is talented, but they just but I feel like with they that he's too inconsistent and he doesn't read the, enough defensive schemes in a way that he should. Uh, but in the end, I'm going to take uh, the Panthers to win. Not only that, I think they'll cover. I'm gonna go 27, Carolina 27, Philly 20. The next team on our game on our list, I think this is where we're going to part ways on this one. It's the Packers at the Bengals. The Bengals are plus two and a half at home. Adam, who you got in this one? Yeah, I know this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a, you know, probably last year, a few years ago, you see this matchup and thinking Green Bay blows them out the water. But, um, you know, the Bengals have been solid this year. I think they're a three and one. Um, it's going to be a good game. Uh, it's gonna be competitive, sneaky good game, and um, I got I got the Packers winning. I got the Packers winning, twenty seven twenty one on the road. I uh, I see making a face. I think this might be where we switch it off, but I uh, I got the Packers winning twenty seven twenty one. It's gonna be a good big game. I could see the Bengals pulling off a dub. You know, I think we do need to see a little more consistency out of the Packers, and this is kind of a big game to see if they are legit or not. But um, you know, from from everything I've learned. In the, in the past, I do believe in the Packers. I got them winning 27 21. Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's funny when we do these, this show every week. Usually you're the one that pulls off the underdogs, and I'm the one that usually goes with the favorites. Uh, I think the script is flipped here, and I'm going to take the home team in this one. I'm going to pull off the upset. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game. I got to say this about Joe Burrow. He is ranked, according to Pro Football Focus, the number sixth ranked quarterback in the league. And he's the number one QB um, as far as completion percentage when facing the Blitz. Him and Jamar Chase are like bread and butter. And they've worked together in LSU, and they're working together now. They are a great quarterback and wide receiver duo. I think so far they're easily a top five QB wide receiver duo this year, I feel like. And they and Tyler Boyd is very good, and Joe Mixon, even though he's dealing with an injury right now, I think he's a one of the solid rushers in the league. He's the top three rusher in the league currently, and Zach Taylor, I feel like has a good system in place now with Joe Burrow. And when we talked about it, 
last week on a Thursday night game against Jacksonville. I know it was against the Jaguars, but what he did that game, his leadership and him changing plays and his clutchness is truly incredible what Joe Burrow has done this year for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think they're a good, solid, deep ball team. I think Joe Burrow has been amazing. And they get T. Higgins back, who's on my fantasy team. And I am very big on the Cincinnati Bengals team. I'm I really like them a lot. They are current they are they are rock solid across the board with their receiving core and their rushing attack. I like what they have and defensively I think they're better a lot better this year than they were last year. Out of the 32 teams in the league, they are the number 7th ranked defense in the league and one of the league leaders in gaining pressure among QBs. Aaron Rock the now the Packers defensive end Jair Alexander, their best corner player, is out. So I do think Joe Burrow, and with his weapons, will expose that weakness. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they haven't faced a really good quarterback yet this year, in my honest opinion. Who did they play week one? Jameis. But Jameis, he's hot and cold. He's inconsistent. Then after that, you played uh, Jared Goff in week two. And then after that, you played... Jimmy Garoppolo, he's okay, nothing special. And then last week he faced a wash Ben Roethlisberger. So this week you're going up against a legit quarterback. And I think the, this will be probably the best Bengals win they've had in many, many years if they pull this out. And I'm going to take the home team in this one. I got Cincinnati winning, pretty close game. I'm going to say Cincinnati wins 28-25. Yeah, I think I think I'm a big believer in this team. I, I like it, man. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow. The next game on our list are the Patriots at the Texans. Texans plus eight at home. I just got to give credit to Bill Belichick. They for almost pulling off that win against the Bucks. I told you that would be a close game. You thought it would be a blowout. No, it's a close game. I mean, maybe we can attribute it to the weather, maybe. Um, but um, I think maybe more attribute that to the low scoring. It was it was a close game. The Patriots played well, and um, I'll definitely tip my hat off to them for that. Who do you have in this game? That's the Patriots against this the Texans. In this one, I got a. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game for some reason. I got twenty one seventeen Pats. Um, I got I got Houston covering. Um, I don't know. This is this is kind of an interesting game. I, I I've said it a few times now. I think there's gonna be a lot of competitive close ones this week, and this is another one I got that. I don't think it's, you know, I think the Patriots got it on lock, but I think Houston puts up a better fight than uh, maybe some others may think, especially the bookmaker. But I think it's like an eight-point spread right now, maybe. It's um, Texans plus eight at home. Yeah, I think Texans plus eight. I got, uh, I got them putting up a fight, but New England wins 21-17, low scoring, kind of a shootout. But Pats win. I I I'm a little bit of a believer in the Patriots than you are. I thought that win last week, that game against Tampa last week, not win, but I consider it a moral victory going up against Tom Brady. I thought that was that was a pretty interesting game for most for, and I thought Mac Jones really held his own against Brady. I just read a stat that he completed twelve of fourteen passes under blitz, and he. I think had like 19 straight completions, which is incredible. I thought he played very well against Brady. I thought it took a lot, a great Tom Brady drive in a cold weather rain to beat them. I thought Belichick 
did a great job of disguising schemes on Brady, and he made life pretty difficult for Tom Brady. Uh, these these uh, during that game, in, in your honest opinion, in my honest opinion. So I thought that was I thought that was a very interesting game for the most part. Um, I will say this. I didn't agree with the 56-yard field goal attempt. I mean, that was in the rain. I think you could have maybe gone for it on fourth and three against a banged-up Tampa secondary. But I, I I didn't agree with that call. But I thought they played solid that whole game. And I think they can use a good game to get their mode, to get uh, the swing of things going against a terrible Texans team. New England's defense is is top five in the league. They're the number five total defense in the league, and they are they're actually really good. They're a good solid run defense, and they're one of the league leaders in takeaways. And I like what the I like this Patriots uh, team. I think they they're still in development phase, but I like the pieces they have, and I still have them going to the playoffs. And I think they're going up against a rookie quarterback, David Mills, who scored zero points against the Buffalo Bills last week. And I, I think this is the Patriots should just blow them out. I have it twenty-four to nine, New England. Oh wow, you don't have them scoring double digits. I, uh, I I respect that. All right, let's see, twenty-four to nine, definitely could be a blowout. We'll see. Um, I thought it was interesting that the Pats just like ditched uh, Stephon Gilmore this week. I know I mean, maybe he, he's he not wanted out up. and he was hurt, so. Yeah, I kind of just like tossed him out. You know, the NFL's business, it is what it is. But, um, you know, we both got the pads, just different scores. Right. The next game are the Titans at the Jaguars. Jaguars plus four and a half at home. For those fantasy owners out there, just a little alert. A.J. Brown is back and will play. Julio Jones is out with a hamstring injury. So that's just to keep it out there. Uh, for my sake, I'm happy who uh, AJ Brown is back in because he's on my fantasy team. So I think he'll he's get a lot of targets uh, now that Julio is out. So in your words, who do you have this game? Tennessee, Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville winning. Uh, Whoa! Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Sorry, <laughs> I was reading. Twenty-seven, seventeen, uh, Tennessee. Are you sure? Uh, next time you say that, uh, I'm gonna count it. Uh, I'm not, not picking the Jaguars. Okay, uh, okay. There's there's a lot going on in the Jaguars locker room right now. There's a lot of distractions. Oh, with the polar oh are there. they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're not going to talk about this on I, the show, but uh, we, we both know. Let's just say Urban Meyer's not the right coach in any way. No, there's – yeah, there's just a whole bunch of turmoil in there. I feel kind of bad for Trevor Lawrence. Like, this is, you know – they're asking him, like, what do you think of your coach doing this and all that? And he's like, uh, you know, this is his first year in the NFL. He doesn't know any better. Like, this is his first taste of the league. And it's, you know, with kind of a joke of a coach. But um, it's whatever. I, 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 You know, he's still going to have a long, good career, I believe. Um, he should, at least. And I hope that however long Urban lasts, I can't imagine it's a significant amount of time with this franchise. If the front or if the front office is, you know, has their head on straight, but twenty-seven seventeen Tennessee wins this one, covers. I'm not sure why the spread's that small. Honestly, the spread of this but, game, um, it's it's Jacksonville's. It's actually kind of small. It's Jacksonville right. plus four and a half at home. Yeah, I got Tennessee covering this way. I live by like a fair amount. Um, who knows? <laughs> Might mean Jacksonville uh, pulls something off, but twenty-seven seventeen Tennessee. That's my pick. Um, first of all, I got to address the Titans. That was the most 
disappointing game I've seen them play in a very long time. That was pathetic, and there's no excuse to lose to a Jets team, even though both your star receivers are out. That is just a shame in every way. That defense was pathetic, and Tannehill has not had a great year so far. Um, King Henry's doing his thing, but they'll win their division because they're in easily the worst division right now in football, at least the NFC East. At least those teams are somewhat competitive. And even the teams that are bad are at least competitive enough to win games. But when I look at the Texans, the Jaguars, even the Colts, even, I mean, they're competitive at least, but they're nothing special. That's the worst division in football is the AFC South. They're a pathetic division. And I think the Titans, with A.J. Brown coming back, I think that'll give um, Ryan Tannehill another option, obviously. I expect them to be a lead target. Um, I thought the receivers actually, without um, A.J. Brown and Julio, did fine, but but A.J. and Julio are playmakers. Uh, I, I'm a big believer um, and that they'll bounce back, and I still they still have the are one of the, obviously that's one of the top rushers in the league. They're still a top ten offense in the league. And with the King Henry, I expect the league, the king of rushing, I expect him to keep that up. And I think that this is a good matchup to get their mojo back, especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars team. Let's just say we're not going to talk about the issues off, off that during our podcast. We're going to keep it PG. But I let's just say that Urban Meyer is not – Let's just say he is just not even near – he does not take this job seriously at all. It's a joke at this point, and the Jaguars as a defense are pathetic. T-Law, I, he did come off a good game against the Bengals, but he still – he has ways to go before we consider him a solid quarterback. So in the end, I'm going to say Jacksonville bounces back. I'm going to say 28 to 28-13, Tennessee. Okay, well, you said it. I almost caught you there. You said, I think Jacksonville's going to bounce back. No, th- so, Tennessee is going to bounce back. Time, uh, next time I'm counting him back. T- Tennessee is going to bounce back. 28-13 Titans. Gotcha. Uh, the next game on our list are the Lions at the Vikings. Minnesota's minus 10 at home. Adam, who you got? Yeah, spread's big. Um, when I was trying to like pick a score for this game, I I have Minnesota covering. I um I don't know. I think uh, thirty seventeen. I think Minnesota can put up points, and Detroit just can't really. Um, I don't know. Minnesota. I think Kirk Cousins been solid this year. Delvin, he's been a little injured, but um he should hopefully be closer to full strength this week. Um, he played last week, but only had like. He had less than ten carries. It was a little interesting. Yeah, they were uh, him and Madison were switching off in the backfield, but I got Minnesota winning thirty to seventeen. Dalvin Cook last week nine carries, thirty four yards. So I I wouldn't really consider that a great week. Okay, the Minnesota Vikings came off and they against the Cleveland Browns team with their quarterback having a labrum injury, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And an offense which Bodell and Baker are not on the same page. They did their job defensively, but offensively they only managed to score seven points against the Browns. I give the Crowns credit. They're a good defense. Obviously, I have them going to the Super Bowl. 
But let's just, but it's not an excuse for a high-scoring offense like that to only score seven points. Um, I think the Minnesota, though, will bounce back, and I have them winning this one. Detroit last week had so many dumb decisions against the Bears. You just see that 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 snap that snap that the that uh, that the guard had uh, where it went off Jared Goff's shoulder pad, and then, oh yeah, that was just like classic. I've never seen that ever. Yeah, that was so stupid. But hey, we'll take it. I, I thought I thought I think Goff played fine last week, and they have some good receivers. I, Hawkinson, I like. I like. Yeah. I like Raymond's a nice receiver. They have some good pieces. They and they should be have they should have beaten the Ravens that game, but I do. But they are solid enough. I think they'll cover. I think ten points is a little too much, but I do think Kirk Cousins. I'll give him this. I'm not obviously not a Kirk Cousins fan, but he's one of the been one of the top ten quarterbacks as far as QBRs in the league, and they still have Justin Jefferson, who is still very good. They still and. Dalvin hopefully will be back in a in a healthy manner. So I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the home team to win this game, but I do think Detroit barely covers. Uh, I'm gonna say 32 to 24, kind of a high scoring game. 32 24, uh, Minnesota. Uh, one, the next game on our list. We have the Broncos at the Steelers. The Steelers plus one and a half at home. Okay, before we get into this game, did you see that Mike Tomlin, Aaron Rodgers moment they had? I don't think I know what you're talking about. Did Tom. you know it? So Aaron, yeah. Ro- they were going to get off a free play, but then Mike Tomlin called a timeout, and then Aaron Rodgers, and then Mike Tomlin, like, people can't see our podcast, but Mike Tomlin went like this. He went like, Darren Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers smiled back. I, I I'm not uh, saying he's gonna be a Steeler. I think it's a possibility if he leaves Green Bay. I, I don't know. I just want to see if you saw that. I did not, but that's a that's that's an interesting catch. I, I like that. Uh, but any anyways, um, I, I I'm not a believer in the Steelers. I don't know if you are either. But who do you have in this game? No, I'm not really, but um, I think they're gonna make this competitive. I feel like they've kind of been in close games but they just uh haven't really been winning they're one and three i believe one and um, three yep yeah they're one and three i got the broncos winning this they barely covered 23 to 20 a low scoring ish game um but denver's d's been great i trust them i uh i like them i think uh you know denver has just been a serviceable good team they're sitting at three and one i got them going to four and one and um 23 20 final score broncos win uh, I I have Denver on my fantasy team, as you know. Um, they did what their they own their defense can only do so much against a Ravens team who's playing really good ball at this time. And I and it didn't help that Teddy Bridgewater went out with a concussion. He is expected to play though because he cleared the concussion protocol. But you're not going to win any games with Drew Locke as your quarterback. That was apparent last year. And you are not going to win that much in that regard. Um, I think, though, that the offense I expect to be better, considering the Steelers are still facing injuries on the defensive line with T.J. Watt still out. Um, 
And I think that I think that Teddy Bridgewater coming back in, hopefully they'll be a little bit more crisper on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, there are some quarterbacks that are 39 plus, 39 years of age plus, and adjust their games perfectly. You see it with Brady. You see it with A-Rod. And you are going to probably – and Breeze even for a good amount of time before his injuries deteriorated. Big Ben is an old 39. He is not good this year. He is by far the worst quarterback in that division. He is the lowest – one of the lowest QBRs in the league. He cannot throw the ball more than 15 yards anymore, it feels like. Maybe it's due to his offseason conditioning. Maybe it's due to the fact that his shoulder, his el- probably his elbow, maybe. I don't know. But he is an old 39, and it doesn't help with his style of play. We know Big Ben likes to stay in the pocket, and his, and that's his style of play. I just don't see working enough anymore. So in the end, I, I'm going to say the Broncos win this one. I'm going to say 23-20. to 20. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but I do have Denver winning it this one because I don't trust Big Ben Roethlisberger for betting if my life depended on it right now. And Denver, considering Denver is the number four defense in the league and top three in the league in takeaways, Von Miller is, is one of the league's sack leaders. And I just really love that defense, and I'm still with them on despite a tough week against Baltimore. You're not going to have a perfect week every week on the defensive side of the ball. So I think they'll bounce back against a depleted Steelers team. The next game are the Dolphins at Tampa. Tampa's minus 10 at home. I don't know about minus 10. Adam, who you got this one? Another big spread. Um, I got Tampa Bay winning, but um... – I think it's a uh, uh, ten, ten points is a lot here. I actually have it kind of being exactly ten. Thirty-one, twenty-one is my score. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put anything on the spread because you could see it going either way. Um, but I don't know. Dolphins had Brady's number a few times in New England. They did. However, I just, uh, I just don't see it really being the same here. I got him winning uh, thirty-one, twenty-one, and. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I think Tampa Bay wins relatively easy, but as far as the spread goes, I think it could go either way. Yeah, I have the Dolphins covering. I think the Dolphins are quarterback away from being a legit football team. They're, are a, they're a great defense. I, I told you I was high in their defense last year, and they are still a very relatively okay defense. They still can gain the pass rush. They still have a decent secondary. Um and I, I still think they're a solid enough defense. Um, offensive side of the ball, they just need a quarterback. I mean, we knew Tua wasn't it. We knew that Jacoby Brissett, he's a good running quarterback. He can make some completions, but he's very inconsistent. I don't entirely trust him. Um, but in the end, I, I when I look at the Tampa Bay defense right now, I think Tampa's going to win. I, I think that Brady will do his thing to some degree. I think he'll be more composed now playing against a team not named New England <laughs> because I think he'll be better this one. But I will say this, the Tampa Bay the offense of Tampa is not really the problem. The problem is the defense this year. They were supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league. And let me tell you a stat Adam, they're the dead last in the league in passing yards allowed. They allow the most passing yards 
among any team. They are not that good as far as brushing the past. I'm a, I like Todd Bowles as, as a defensive coordinator, but this year they weren't able to gain enough pressure this year, and they're dead last in the league in receiving yards allowed. They, they are obviously dealing with a lot of injuries right now. Jason Pierre-Paul is out, and Carlton Davis is out, and there's Murphy Bunting is out. Their secondary is very so depleted that Richard Sherman, who's been on the couch for six months, had to come in and play a Sunday night game at New England. And he wasn't good. He was out of shape. This no, defense is depleted. I think Jacoby Brissett has a nice game because every quarterback seems to play pretty good against the Tampa defense. I mean, Matt Ryan before two pick sixes looked very good. Dak Prescott looked great against the Tampa defense. Um, Matt Stafford depleted the Tampa defense left and right. And even Matt Jones, a rookie, played great against the Tampa Bay defense. So their defense is not what they used to be a year ago. That's a big concern for them moving forward. I just don't trust on the Miami Dolphins as the quarterback, but I I have Tampa barely winning this one. I think Tom will be Tom. He's going to limit his turnovers. He's he'll be fine. It's the rest of the defense that's a problem in my honest opinion. They are still a good rushing defense Tampa is. They're, I think, top 10 in the league in rushing, fewest rushing yards allowed. But they're still not that defensive team, that force that they were a year ago. I have this being a close game. I think Tampa wins, but I think Dolphins could cover. I have Tampa Bay 24-20. Uh, the next game on the list are the Saints at the Washington football team. Adam, who you got? So, I got the football team in this one. I'm pretty sure they're the dogs here. They uh, are. They're plus two and a half at home. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a – it's a small spread to me, my dog of the week, but they're currently my dog of the week. Um, I think – you said you mentioned this earlier. New Orleans is just super inconsistent. They are. And, you know, week one, blow Green Bay out the water, and you're thinking this team's unreal. Next week, take a loss. The next week, they win. The next week, they lost. Yeah. And hey, it's it's just been back and forth, back and forth. You never really know what you're going to get with this team, and um, I, with that, I'm just I'm picking the football team here. I think Heineke leads the boys to a dub. I, I have a two quarterback league where I'm actually starting him this week, so oh. fingers crossed that he uh, that he plays solid. But um, 24-20 football team, another one that could be a great game could go both ways. It's just, you know, I, I just, you never know what you could get with the Saints, and I'm just picking them to lose this week, but who knows? Uh, I think this is going to be a bounce-back win for the Saints. I think the pattern of inconsistency will continue. Uh, Washington, I we talked about this. Washington is not a good defensive team. They were a year ago, similar to like Tampa Bay. Washington, out of 32 teams in the league this year, they are the 27th-ranked defense in the league, and they allow the most rushing yards among defensive teams in the league. They are not that great defensively. They were a year ago. Heineke is very good, but once teams start to figure him out, he's eventually going to become the backup quarterback we expect. Now, Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick are solid running backs. But unfortunately, their tight end, Logan Thomas, is out, which is a very unfortunate. 
very unfortunate. That is a big loss. He's one of the better t- tight ends we have in this league. I am just not entirely sold on this Washington team like some people are. I'm not sold on the Saints either, but they as more the Giant is was more so the Saints blowing that lead last week, the, the Giants winning that. You know that. They let up big yards to Daniel Jones, and they weren't able to gain enough pressure. Um, I think they'll be better this week because I I think they'll be more motivated to go up against uh, an NFC lease team. I think Jameis Winston, I expect, will have a bounce-back game in this one. And I I think Alvin Kamara, this is a game where I think he'll go off this one. So I'm going to say the Saints win this game. I'm going to say they win 20 New Orleans. The next game on our list are the Bears at the Raiders. The Raiders are minus five and a half at home. Adam, who you got in this one? Yeah, I mean, I hope we we get a dub. I hope we see Fields put up a fight. Mm. Um, Obviously, very, very exciting news for all Bears fans that we got them for the rest of the season. It's just something to kind of look forward to on Sundays. Um, you know, aside from regular programming, we get uh, we get to watch the boy, and uh, I hope that he's continues to progress. But you know, it's only his second official start, so I third third he started officially against third, the Browns. Third official start. Um, I don't know. It's you know, uh, it's just early in his career. This Vegas team has been um, really good this year. They had a, they had a tough week last week versus the Chargers, but. Um, They've been really good. Derek Carr is maybe like top three in the league in passing yards. He might be number one, honestly. I'd have to check that for sure. I'm going to check that. He's been been great. And the defense, everyone had question marks about going in, but uh, he's second. Derek Carr's second. uh, Matt Stafford's one. Tom Brady's three. Kyler's four. And Mahomes is five in passing yards. Yeah, so Derek Carr is top three. Great this season. And uh, I got the Raiders winning. Uh, 31 to 23. I have the Bears covering this game, actually. I am I like this offense when Fields was in. He made some nice throws. Made a couple if he throws, but he's learning, and I'm a big believer in that. Um, but I'm going to take the Raiders to win the, in a very close ball game. I think I am not the biggest soul on the Raiders. Their offense has been very good. Derek Carr might played great. He was not so great last week against the Chargers because once you get like pressure on him, Joey Bosa said, once you gain pressure on him, he gets very rattled. So the Bears have to gain some pressure on Derek Carr. Um, and I I do think, though, that Derek Carr is a more composed quarterback than he was a couple of years ago. He has some also some great pieces. Hunter Renfro's on my fantasy team, and that guy can ball, man. He is great. Did you see when they went for that fake punt? He reacted uh, that way. Yeah, that's sick. He is great. He is an unbelievable fantasy pickup for me. Uh, Darren Waller is one of the top tight ends in the league this year by far. Um, he leads among tight ends in receiving yards, I think, this year. Uh, he's they're, they're a good team. Uh, Josh Jacobs is back healthy. Kenyon Drake solid. Their defense can gain some pressure. Um, they um, unlike last week. Uh, so in the end, I think they'll bounce back this week against the Bears. I think it'll be close though. I think Justin Fields will make it interesting. But I have Vegas winning by four in this one. I'm gonna say 28 to 24 Las Vegas. 
The next game on our list. Oh, this is this is a great one, Adam. I'm conflicted about this. It's the Browns at the Chargers. It's my man Baker and my second favorite team, Cleveland Browns, against my favorite young quarterback, Justin Herbert. Adam, who's yeah, having that? Yeah, uh, I'm very conflicted here as well. I so I, I picked against the Chargers every week this season. You you did. I'm picking you're, you're, I, I think I picked 28-27 Chargers. I, I think it could go either way. I'm making it a one-point game because I really have no clue. Um, I don't know. They've been they've been unreal, honestly. They've they've really been great. The defense has been uh, playing very well, and obviously that offense with Herbert is uh, is doing very well as well. Eckler's been uh, great. Keenan Allen's an elite receiver. And Mike Williams has been a surprise, I think, for many people. Um, he's having a great season, and I sure could uh, attribute that to having a great quarterback under center. But Stars seems great, and hey, the Browns are awesome. Their defense is terrific, and uh, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. I'm just picking. I'm picking the home team here. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven could go either way. Uh, I, I'm conflicted about this, like I mentioned. I love the Cleveland Browns, and I love Justin Herbert. He is he is one of my favorite quarterbacks in this league. I love that guy. Um, he's been phenomenal this year. He had a great week last week against the Raiders. Um, he threw – he was very efficient. He had 222 passing yards, three touchdowns. The man is playing at an exceptionally high level. Nine touchdowns to three interceptions and top 10 in the league in passing yards, top 10 in QBR. The man's a stud. I love Justin Herbert. And I will say I also like the Browns too. I I love their defense. Their defense has been very good this year. Um, I, I really like um, what the Browns have done. They're, they're one of the top five defensive teams in the league. They are actually number two in the league in total defense behind the Buffalo Bills, and they're and against the pass, they're number one. They're number three in the league against the pass and against the run. They're top. They're number three in the league against the run. So and they're one of the league leaders in takeaways this year. So they are obviously a great defense. Miles Garrett and those guys are doing a great job, and their secondary with John Johnson and Troy Hill are very good. Great pickups from the Rams. I am very – I love the Browns' rushing attack. They obviously had the best rushing attack in football. They're top two in the league in rushing. Uh, they have with Chubb and Hunt. Uh, my biggest question mark about this Browns team, Adam, is Baker. I love Baker Mayfield. I'm a big Baker guy. I've defended him multiple times. But I – but I cannot defend sometimes the way that what he gets with Odell because him and Odell need to be on the same page. And we talked about this last year, Adam, and we're talking about this this year. You saw last week, he had many throws where it was off to Odell. I don't know if you watched that. Where he had – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I support Baker. I like him. I'm a fan. But – it's also this offense is very run oriented and I don't know. I feel like it's, it's kind of tough for him to sometimes, you know, maybe get into a full groove. Um, but he definitely, he definitely made some errors uh, throwing wise last week, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock the kid down. I think he is a, I think he's a great player. Just I'm not sure if like the system is, you know, super quarterback friendly. 
I do will say this. I do think he needs to shine coming up these next couple games against his companions like Herbert and Lamar and all all these guys. So I expect Baker Baker needs to bounce back and shut these haters up. So I think it's going to be a close ball game. I I think this could go either way for me personally. I love the Browns. I like the Chargers as well. The Chargers are top ten in the league again um, in blitzing against against the pass against getting to the quarterback. Joey Bosa leading the charge. He's been great. And the offensive side of the ball, the Chargers are very great. They're really solid all around with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and even Jared Cook has been getting some touchdowns as well. Um, and I got to say, Brandon Staley, I mentioned this before, but if I have to pick a coach of the year right now, I would say Brandon Staley's my coach of the year because their defense, the Chargers defense is really good, and it shows how important he was with that Rams defense last year. The Rams obviously are nowhere as good as of a defensive team last year as they were this year as they were last year because Brandon Staley. And I think what he's done with this Chargers defense – uh, compared to years past, is beyond of an improvement. Um, and I I think it'll be a close ball game between very two good, very, very good teams. Um, but in the end, I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a game where he's going to shut the haters up. And I think with Chubb and Hunt doing their usual thing, I think this is going to come down to a field goal. And I have my Cleveland Browns winning by three. I'm going to say 31 to 28 Cleveland. And you have the Chargers. That's yeah, ironic because yeah. I'm big on the Chargers. You're not, but you're picking the Chargers, and I'm picking well, the Browns. I'm not not big on the Chargers. I don't know. I don't know what it's been. This, I guess. Uh, I guess I haven't been big on them. You know, from from the history. From, but hey, I I'm starting. I'm starting to believe, and uh, that's why I got them winning this one. We'll see. You know, probably the one week I pick them is the one week they lose. But we'll. Uh, We'll see. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game. I, I picked twenty eight, twenty seven. I could easily see this going either way. Um, but I just picked the home team here with the charge. Uh, four more games we have. The next game on our list are the the Niners at the Cardinals. Arizona's minus five at home. Uh, I gotta give credit where credit's due to your man Kyler. He has been unbelievable this year. I gotta see how he does throughout the season. It's about consistency, but so far. I'm impressed by your man, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, if the season ended right now, he's my MVP. I uh, haven't lost that. yet. Kyler, I think, gets another dub. 30-21 to is my final score. I'm excited to see how Trey Lance does in his first official start. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I think I've taken all the rookie quarterbacks to lose their first game week one. and I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I got, uh, I got Trey Lance. I hope he does well. You know, I, I don't know if I'm like a huge on Trey Lance, but I, I'm excited to see how he does. And um, I got the score 30 to 21. Kyler, you know, I don't got to say too much more. He's been one of my favorite players since he entered the league. He's electric. He's been incredible this year. And um, I got him take, getting another dunk. The Arizona Cardinals are the number one scoring offense in the league. And your man, Kyler. I got to hand it to you. If I had to pick an MVP right now, it would be your man, Kyler Murray. He is top five in the league in rushing yards, in passing yards this year, and he is number one in the stat that we as statsmen love is QBR. 
your man Kyler Murray is ranked number one in QBR. Matt Stafford's number two. Um, and my man Matt Stafford. Oh, no, actually, no, my mistake. He's number two in the league QBR behind Mahomes. Mahomes is one, Kyler's two, Matt Stafford's three. But still, it's very impressive what your Matt Kyler's done this year. Uh, he's been s- sensational uh, with this Cardinals team, uh, and I really like what he's been able to do. He, they're spreading the ball around with D-Hop and Kirk and A.J. Green, and they have a good running game with James Conner and Chase Edmonds. They are very fundamentally sound offense. I'm not the biggest Cliff Kingsbury fan, but I got to say, he's off to a very good start this year. Their defense is nothing. When their defense commits to blitzing the quarterback, they're a solid defense. They're nothing extraordinary on the defensive side of the ball, uh, but they have some good pieces like Chandler Jones on the front seven and Buda Baker as their secondary. They are very good. Um, and Kyler has been great. Um, I, I think that the Niners are just beat up right now, obviously, with Jimmy G out with the injury and George Kittle obviously being out. That's a very big blow to them. Um, so, in my opinion, I think this would be a blowout for your man, Kyler and company. I have it 31-15, to 15, Arizona. Trey Lance, he had some good throws against the Seahawks, but when we – we constantly talk about this. I can't, I'm not trying to repeat myself, but once the starting quarterback goes down, you don't really prepare for that guy. And that's why Trey Lance was able to have some good throws. But I think now that the Cardinals will be more prepared on him, I don't think he'll do that great. I have it 31 15 Arizona. The next game on our list are the Giants. At the Cowboys, Dallas is minus seven at home. Adam, who you got in this one? I got Dallas. I got Dallas winning. I got Dallas covering. Um, they won three straight, obviously, after the first uh, week one tough loss versus Brady and company. I, I don't know. This Dallas team's they're – I'm not going to say, you know, they're a great team, but uh, I think they're I think they're doing all right this year. And obviously, sitting at three and one, you can't uh, – can't knock them. The Giants just haven't shown me enough. You know, they got a they got a win last week. Uh, hats off to them. But no, I, I don't think it's enough from them. I got Dallas winning thirty to twenty, holding by ten, covering. I think they keep it rolling. Uh, I have Giants covering, but Dallas has been very good offensively this year. Um, they are. I gotta say that you're handing out to Dallas. Don't look now, but they're the number two rushing attack in the league. They are perfectly balanced. They're the per- the most perfectly balanced team where they run as much as they do pass. That is incredible. They have a solid system going on. Dak, I'm I'm out. I obviously do not like the Cowboys, but I do like Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak has been very rock solid this whole year. He by I mean, when I look at it, ten touchdowns to two interceptions this le- year. The number one, he is top five in passer rating, top five in QBR. The man is a stud. And Ezekiel Elliott, I think with Tony Pollard coming in in the backfield, I think he's been very rejuvenated. He's not the Zeke he was the, his first three years, but this year he's very good. He's top four in the league in rushing, which is really good uh, this year. And he was tied for among running backs and touchdowns. He's not, He's tied for first along with Derrick Henry. So he's been great this year. And Dallas defensively, 
which they've been bad in years past. Micah Parsons and Diggs have been great this year. You got to give your hats off to them. They have been really good. Diggs is how many picks this season? I think he's got maybe like four or five. He's very oh, good. No, he's, he's been unreal. He's been unreal. They're 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 number one in the uh, Dallas. When I look at them, they're number two in the league in takeaways behind the Buffalo Bills. And as far as against the pass, Dallas is top ten in the league against the. Uh, their top 10 league against the run. They are a fundamentally very good football team. They're against the run. They're to number six in the league against the run. I think the Giants are going to make some noise here, though, this game, because Daniel Jones, I know you're not the biggest fan of him, but he's been very good this year. He's turned the ball over less. He had a good game against the football team. He had some, uh, he had a cup. He had a great game against the saints and I think with Saquon starting to get into form, I think they are starting to find a little bit of a niche offensively. I think I think it'll be a close game than most people think. But in the end, I think Dallas will win. Um, and I think in some ways it's very poetic because Dak Prescott, the game he went out in was against the was against the Giants, that horse collar tackle where he dislocated his ankle. So I think it's very poetic for him to come back and have a good game. Um, I think it'll be closer than most people expect. I have Dallas winning 28-23, to 28-23 Cowboys. The next game on the list, there's two more games. Oh, this, this game's going to be good. The Bills at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus three at home. It's the Sunday night game. Probably the best Sunday night game all year. I mean, it's not not as anticipated as last week. That's the most anticipated. But I said it. Quality football game. I think Mm -hmm. this is going to be the – I think this will be the most hyped. Uh, I think this will be probably the best Sunday night game. Buffalo winning, though. Um, That's my pick to click, and uh, I'm just going to ride with them. You know, week one, whoever listened, they know that I, I'm riding with the Bills this season, and I, I'm picking them this year. I'm picking them this week. I so I'm doing kind of the same thing with the Cleveland Chargers game. My score is 31 to 30. I have no clue who's. You know, it could go. It could go either way. 31 to 30. Oh, high scoring game. It's going to be a shootout. I, I'm excited for this. Um, two just absolutely electric offenses and. It's it's an unreal matchup, you know. Allen versus Mahomes, Sunday night, prime time. It's going to be an awesome game. Thirty-one thirty, Bills, high scoring, back and forth. But uh, my guys take it home. Uh, I I like I I give you Buffalo. They're very good, but I'm not going to take anything away from them on the defensive side of the ball. But think about who they've played so far. I mean, from the defensive side of the ball. They're a great team. I'm not going to discredit them or slander them. But defensively, this is who they played. Uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger week one. Uh, Taylor Heineke, Davis Mills, um, and Tua before he got hurt. And then Joe Kobe Brissett came in. I mean, yeah, they're they're a good defense. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, they lead the league at takeaways. But I don't really think they've played a great quarter. They haven't played a great quarterback yet. And this is their first true test going up against my guy, Pat Mahomes. 
Now, I know the Chiefs have not been great defensively. They allowed the few, the most big plays, the most yardage. But offensively, I think they have they found something with a solid run and pass balance. Not like the Dallas Cowboys do it, but they got more touches for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And they didn't punt once at all last week. And my man, Pat Mahomes, I mean, he, he's, he is sensational. He's by far the best quarterback we have in this league. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, he is the number one in the league in my favorite stat, QBR of 83, 14 touchdowns to four picks. And I think that they're going to – I think this will be a shootout, like you said, but I'm going to take my my – the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game. I think Josh Allen's great. I think they'll put up a fight. But in the end, I don't think anyone on the Bills is going to be able to stop Pat Mahomes in this one. I have it 34-30 to Kansas City. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. But uh, you're big on your Bills. They're your Super Bowl pick. I'm saying I got, I got to ride with them. Yeah. But um, I – it's going to be a good game. I can see it going either way. Obviously, these are two electric teams that anyone can put up. When you, you know, it's tough to bet against Patrick Mahomes. You know, I'm saying he's going to lose, but you know, they're two and two this year. It not been I'll perfect. Give you this. Their defense could be a lot better. I'm not going to defend that. Yeah. Their defense was like yeah. Mahomes, his first full year starting. They haven't mm-hmm. been that great de- defensively, but, but I think they will get better as the year progresses. For sure, for sure. I'm with you. And um, I got Buffalo winning here. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a close one. could go either way. Uh, The next game on our list is the Monday night game. It's the final game of the week. It's the the Colts at the Ravens. I don't think we need to talk about this for that long. Who do you got? Yeah, I got the Ravens here. Um, 27-20 is my final. Win by a touchdown. I think – you know, yeah, there isn't much to say. I got I got the guys winning in the purple and black. Um, you know, you know I'm big on Lamar and I think he has an electric performance Monday night under the big lights. You know, it's uh it's not a playoff game for him, so I think he'll he'll do just fine versus this Colts team at home twenty seven to twenty, Baltimore. Yeah, I I have the Ravens winning this one. Um Lamar's top ten among in the league and rushing for a quarterback that's sensational. I never questioned his running ability. Uh, his passing, he did have a great throw to Hollywood Brown against the Broncos. I will say this: I didn't like how they had to run in the end when they could have taken a knee to break the rushing record. I don't know what that was for. I thought that was kind of bush league, but that that's just me, in my opinion. Um, I do think that the Ravens. I, I'm not. First of all, on the Colts side, I do not like Carson Wentz. I think he's a turnover accident waiting to happen. Their defense is good enough, but I'm just not sold on him. And I think Baltimore, they've improved dramatically on the defensive side of the ball since they were in the first couple weeks. And I expect big things out of the out of the Ravens. I think this will be a blowout. And I'm gonna say this will be 24 to actually no 27 to 14 Baltimore. All righty. That concludes our week five picks. Uh, Hope you enjoy a great day tomorrow. Adam, thanks for joining me as always. My pleasure, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great Saturday. Go get them.